morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host kenneth cotterell and this morning show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about everything from the day that was in the sports world with our daily news dump to games to keep an eye on from the daily slate and we cap it all off with our three-team parlay of the day as we say every show always bet responsibly when you're betting these plays I definitely go and check out our sponsor, Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use this these daily bets that we give you on this show, and let's make some money. So with that, let's get right into things. We've got an absolutely loaded slate. You might be wondering, why are we going a little bit earlier today? Because we're supposed to be going at 11 a.m. on the weekend. Well, hoping to get out on the golf course today and the weather this afternoon does not look great. So that tea time that I had about an hour and a half from now or a couple hours from now moved up quite a bit. So we're getting in, we're getting our bets down. We're chatting about the slate, and then we're going to head out to the golf course today for that first round of the year in 2022. So let's talk about our player shout-out of the day, which actually goes to Joel Embiid. And I think he's taken a lot of criticism over the years, whether it be for his injuries, for his antics, and all that. But he's been a gritty player this playoffs. I mean, he's got an orbital bone issue. He had a concussion that he just cleared yesterday. He's got that finger issue, and he was still able to make it out for game three and I don't think enough gets made of his toughness that's got to take a lot in order to be out there with all those things going on injury history wise so shout out to Joel Embiid he had a good performance yesterday Philadelphia might make this a series between them and the Heat and so he gets our player shout out of the day let's talk about last night's bets Heat and Sixers under 210 was never really concerned about that one I mean, when the game ends close to 180 and the line's 210, you're not really sweating too hard unless you head to overtime. We did take the Dallas and Phoenix over at 219.5. That one did not hit. That one was also never in doubt at 197 total. And then we ran into issues on the ball diamond, and I know a lot of people did with the postponed games. We had Guardians plus 1.5. That game gets postponed. If you follow us on Twitter, we then put out Baltimore and Kansas City over 8. That game gets postponed as well. So we head over to the alt-lay play of the day, which was not juiced because we took Edmonton Oilers' money line, which hit easily. 8-2 to two for the Oilers. Was never in doubt at minus 140. So the host goes 2-1 and one yesterday. Overall, a productive day. This is why we say you can bet them in a parlay. You can bet them straight up. We recommend doing both. Don't just rely on parlays. That's how you can get burned when it comes to your money. Then when we're talking about the hedge fans lay, I mean, Mo Murphy gave us heat minus two. 
it's like he's a Heat fan or something, and unfortunately they didn't show up yesterday. So that bet misses. Rob had the Padres money line versus the Marlins. He hits once again. The guy's 11-1 and one on the show. If you're not tailing his picks, I don't know what to tell you because he's been on absolute fire. And let's be honest, I ruined his 12-0 and 0 by making him second-guess Carolina a couple days ago and taking the Yankees instead who lost. And then Walker Bailey gave us Blues money line versus the Wild. Another not close one. I know he's a St. Louis fan. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't show up at home. And I liked St. Louis yesterday as well. I went one in three with NHL picks on Twitter. Uh, so not a great day overall on the ice. So let's get into the daily news dump, the day that was in the sports world, starting with those NHL playoff results. Carolina and Boston. Boston wins four to two. They make this one a series. Uh, Swayman makes 25 saves. They were able to get some production from those top line guys that they have. Pasternak, they had Marshawn, they had Hall, and then Coyle all added goals for their four. On the Carolina side, Kokachev, he made 24 saves. He played all right. Unfortunately, they didn't get a lot of offense. Trocek and Slavin with the only goals for them. Tampa Bay and Toronto, definitely didn't see this one coming. Toronto 5-2 to two versus Tampa. I thought they were going to start to fold like they normally do in the first round. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Yes, that's right. I'm a Canadian and I bet against Toronto and I'll do it every time. Toronto 5-2. to two. Campbell makes 32 saves in the win. They got goalies from, or goals from Riley, Blackwell, Camp, and then Mikahev added two of his own as well. So five for Toronto. Tampa Bay, Vasilevsky makes 31 saves. Colton and Paye with the goals for them. They're going to have to win game four. You don't want to head back to Toronto down three to one. Although three to one lead with Toronto, that's not always safe. Minnesota versus St. Louis. Minnesota wins five to one. Flurry made 29 saves. They got goals from Greenway, Kaprizov, Erickson Eck, Broden, and Zuccarello. All their best players, let's face it, got on the scoreboard yesterday. Great team effort by them. Huso made 28 saves. Wasn't enough. Ryan O'Reilly with the only goal for them. St. Louis is going to also have to try and win this next game, make it 2-2, two to two, heading back to Minnesota for Game 5. And then the Oilers and Kings, boy, <laughs> Edmonton 8-2. to two. Mike Smith made 44 saves in the win. But when you get a hat trick from Evander Kane, Nugent Hopkins and Hyman both added two, and then Dreisaitl adds one. Connor McDavid didn't even score in this game, and they still win 8-2. to two. Jonathan Quick got chased. He made just 13 saves, gave up four goals. Peterson makes 16 saves as the backup, gave up four himself. Kopitar and Dano with the goals for them in those games. Then let's head over NBA playoff action. You had Heat and Sixers. We talked about it, the under 210, 99-79. Tyrese Maxey in the second half was special. He finishes with 21-6. and six. They got seven threes from Danny Green. Seven of nine on the night from downtown. James Harden gave you 17, eight, and six. An okay performance from him once again. We need to just expect that he's going to be anywhere from 16 to 22 points any given night in these playoffs. And then Joel Embiid, 18 and 11, coming back from that orbital bone issue and concussion. So good performance by him. Philly makes it two to one. On the Heat side, Jimmy Butler gave you 33 and nine. Nobody else showed up. Kyle Lowry had zero points coming back from injury. Bam Adebayo with nine and three. That's just not going to get it done if you're a center for this team. And then Tyler Hero gave you 14, but he was five of 15 shooting, so he wasn't even efficient on the night. Not a great team effort by Miami. They need to figure out 
how they're going to deal with Embiid in this series. Bam needs to get involved. Otherwise, we could see the Sixers come back and win this thing. The Mavericks and Suns, 219.5 was the line, but the Mavericks win 103-99, to and it's because Luka finally got some help. We talked about it yesterday. If you get Luka Doncic some help, then this is going to be a good series. Luka with 26-13-9, but the star for them on the night was Jalen Brunson, 28-5-4. He continues to build on that big contract he's going to get in the offseason, and he really showed it yesterday. And then you had Kleber and Finney Smith also gave you 14. When you're getting that kind of production out of these guys, Luka's going to be very successful, and so are the Dallas Mavericks. The Suns, all their starters hit double-digit points, but no one crossed 20. It was overall a pretty average day for them. They're going to need to bounce back. If they win game four in Dallas, then we can call this one all but over. If you make it 2-2, then they're heading back there with a lot of confidence if you're Dallas to Phoenix. And then we'll give you the quick MLB line rundown. The White Sox win 4-2 over Boston. The Brewers win 6-3 over the Braves. Twins win 2-1 over the A's. Houston 3-2 over Detroit. The Angels 3-0 over the Nationals. The Rays 8-7 over the Mariners. The Diamondbacks 4-1 over the Rockies. The Padres 3-2 over the Marlins. Shout out to Rob once again for that play. And then St. Louis and San Fran. St. Louis wins 3-2. A lot of postponed games, though. We had Pitt and Cincy, Dodgers and Cubs. You had Toronto and the Guardians. You had the Orioles and KC. You had the Mets and Philly. And you had Texas and the Yankees all postponed. Going to be a loaded slate. And it's going to be quite the mouthful tomorrow morning to talk about all of those games. And to cap off the daily news dump, the WNBA is back. And we had some good games last night. Starting with that Indiana Fever and Washington Mystics game. The Mystics win 84-70. to You kind of expected this. Elena Deladon gave you 21-9 and in that game. Melissa Smith, though, looked good for Indiana, 13-13 and in the losing effort. Definitely going to be a fun young team to watch this year. The Sparks and Sky headed to OT, where the Sparks win 98-91. to Jordan Canada led the way for the Sparks with 21-8-4 in the win. And then Candace Parker, great game, 21-6-6. And, and Dana Evans gave 24 in the losing effort, but the Sky are still the champions from last year. The Lynx and Seattle Storm. Seattle dominates this game 97 to 74. Brianna Stewart give, gave them 17 and 8. They didn't even have a great Sue Bird game and they didn't need it. So good performance by Seattle. Minnesota had Sylvia Fowles with 16 and 4 in the losing effort. And then the game of the night, my team, Vegas Aces, 106 to 88 over the Phoenix Mercury. Vegas got an all-out team performance. Derek Hamby gave them 24 and 7. Kelsey Plum gave him 26 and 7. And then Aja Wilson with 15 and 11, the double double for the victory. Phoenix without Brittany Griner, obviously, with her situation. But Skylar Diggins gave them 25. Unfortunately, Diana Taurasi with the off shooting night, finishing with just nine points. So let's head over now. Let's talk about some of these games that they've actually started. I mean, EPL wise. We've got four games that started about 15 minutes ago, uh, and so these are some to monitor. Brentford-Southampton, 2 to nothing. Brentford already. This one might already be put to bed. If I'm thinking of a bet to make, I don't love Brentford defensively, so if you can look at the both teams to score line on that one that you can live bet right now, that would be one that I would look at. Aston Villa is one nothing. 
but they're on the road. I would also look at both teams to score there. I don't see Burnley getting shut out at home. I might even look at them for a draw no bet at this point that you could bet on. Chelsea and Wolverhampton. Chelsea's at home, 0-0 right now. But I think Chelsea's going to win this one outright. It's a very important game for them. So I would look at betting them money line right now. And then Crystal Palace and Watford, they're at 0-0. I would take the both teams to score and say no. I just don't like either of these teams too much offensively. And so I think it's going to be either a 0-0 draw or only one of these teams is scoring. So those are four to keep an eye on. NBA-wise, just monitor that Bucks and Celtics game. Marcus Smart's availability. Also George Hill, but that's definitely to a lesser extent. He's not going to have a major impact in this game. But those are a couple player lines just to look at. The Bucks was minus two. It's now minus one and a half, which tells me that it's probably trending towards Marcus Smart playing today. That being said, I would just keep an eye on it. If he does get ruled out, you might see that line move. So if you're on Milwaukee, you probably want to bet it right now before it ends up moving back to a minus three and a half or even a minus four, potentially, if he gets ruled out. Now, let's talk about big day of games. And it's not just games. You've got fights. You've got the Kentucky Derby. It's an absolutely loaded day of sports action. So we're going to chat about all of it, starting with that Kentucky Derby today. Let's face it. No one's a Kentucky Derby expert. You can look at the odds all you want. There might be a couple horses that you like. Taba and Epicenter are five to one odds. Messier seven to one. Zandon eight to one, and Mo Dongle as well at eight to one. I'm gonna just pick Epicenter to win at five to one. I might sprinkle a little bit of money on it just to keep it entertaining. Don't know if I'm actually gonna tune into the Kentucky Derby or if I'm gonna look back and say, "Oh, okay, that happened. That's good to see." So that would be my horse to win today. UFC 274 today. Gaethje versus Oliveira. This is a major one because no matter what happens, Oliveira is not going to be the champ moving forward. And it's because he missed weight, which just cannot happen at that level, especially when you're the champion. If you're going to miss weight and you're on the undercard, fair enough. You might even not be in the UFC at that point if you do that. But we've seen for years, you got to make weight. You got to make sure that you're going to make weight. And when you're the champ, there's a lot on the line. And so Gaethje can win the title tonight. He can beat Oliveira. And that title becomes vacant no matter what. So if Oliveira wins, it doesn't really matter. But I think Gaethje is a good shot tonight. Maybe he'll be on our daily betting card. We'll just have to wait and see. But this is a great card nonetheless. Look at some of the other fights on tonight. You've got Rose Namajunas taking on Carla Esparza in the women's strawweight division. Rose has been one of the up-and-coming stars in the UFC. She's minus 220 today. So I think that's an exciting fight. Uh, The co-main event, I guess you could call it today. Lightweights, you've got Michael Chandler at minus 365 versus Tony Ferguson plus 285. I still think this one's going to be a war. I think it's going to be a fun fight to watch. These This lightweight division is absolutely loaded, so that's a great fight there. And then also, when you got Cowboy Cerrone on the card, you got to tune into that one. He's minus 190 today. Joe Lauzon is plus 160. All around a great card. It's one that I want to watch tonight. I'm not normally, oh, I have to watch that card, but I think I'd make an exception for this one this week. And then EPL-wise, at 2.45 Eastern time, Liverpool and Tottenham. We heard some guys going back and forth in our off-the-ball network chat about this game and how Walker loves Tottenham to win today. But Liverpool are one back of Man City in the title race. Man City's going to care a lot more that they're out of the Champions League, but Liverpool wants to get the double. 
uh, even more trophies if they can. Tottenham needs the result, though, because they're two points back of Arsenal. And so if they're able to pick up a win or at minimum a draw, then that would have huge implications for Champions League. It has huge implications for the title race. Definitely an exciting game that you want to tune into in a few hours' time. NBA playoff-wise, you've got Boston and Milwaukee today. We already talked about that one. The other game going today is Memphis taking on Golden State. Golden State's minus seven today. The over-under is 225 and a half. We haven't seen lines like this since probably that Memphis and uh, Minnesota series. Can Memphis make this two to one? And then (laughs) suddenly the home court actually matters here. Or is Golden State at minus seven? Are they going to show their championship pedigree? Are they going to add on to uh, make this a two to one series? We're going to have to wait and see for those ones. We've got a couple WNBA openers tonight. You've got the Connecticut Sun and the New York Liberty. Connecticut were 26-6 and last year. They're the best team in the East. They've got the Jones uh, girls, and then they've also got Dewana Bonner on this team. And then when you're talking about the Liberty, they were third in the East, but they were 12-20. and It wasn't a great conference. They've got Sabrina Ionescu, though, one of the players that you want to watch in the WNBA. She's must-watch TV. Then you've got the Atlanta Dream and the Dallas Wings. They tip off at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Atlanta went 8-24 last year. They've got Courtney Williams, who's good. But what's exciting is we might get to see number one pick Rin Howard tonight from Kentucky. She went to Atlanta in the draft. So let's see if she can be a franchise changer for them. Dallas were fifth in the West at 14 and 18 last year. They've got Arike Ogumbawale. Wow, I really butchered that one once again. But she's their star. She was over 18 points per game last year. They've got Alicia Gray as well. And they added Veronica Burton from Northwestern in the draft this year. So this is a good Dallas team that's up and coming. We'll have to see how these teams shape up early on in the season. And then we've got NHL playoff action tonight. This is why I like the NHL, because it's just you alternate days and there's no, oh, this team gets four days off. This team plays often two days rest. This one's three. They're just going back and forth, one day rest. So we got Florida minus 200 versus the Capitals. That one is puck drop at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We got some afternoon hockey action. Bobrovsky and Vanessic. The series is 1-1. I'm excited to watch this one and uh, see if Florida, the heavy favorites, can take control of this series. Colorado minus 230 versus Nashville. This one's 4 p.m. Eastern or 4:30 p.m. Eastern time. You've got Kemper and Ingram going. Colorado only one game two, two to one because Ingram played well. Can he continue to play well for this group? The Rangers minus 120 versus the Penguins. That's 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. We learned that Casey DeSmith is out for the playoffs, which means Louis Domingue will be in net for the Penguins, and Igor Shesterkin is in net for the Rangers. And then the Flames are minus 160 versus the Stars. This is a late game, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Ottinger and Markstrom once again for the third straight game. But the Flames lost game two, and they were also heavy favorites coming in. So can they win and take advantage of this series as well? Now, player prop of the day. We're going to look at Giannis's points today. Uh, it is 32 or more points on bet 99. I believe is plus 105. So that's our player line today. We like Giannis to have a big day today at home. And we're all in on the Bucks because now that when we start talking about that competitive lay of the day, the first play is the Bucks minus one and a half versus Boston. 
The Bucks are at home. Series has been back and forth. Game one, they dominated. Game two, the Celtics dominated. I think Giannis finally crosses that 30-point mark. Something in the range of a 32-14-6. and six. That's kind of the line that I'm thinking for him against that tough Boston defense. But what gets lost in the shuffle is game two. Boston was 20 of 43 from downtown. I don't see them hitting 23s on the road today. I also don't see the Bucks going 3 of 18 from downtown. If the Bucks are hitting shots and they get the crowd involved, they're going to win this game. And so I like Milwaukee minus 1.5 at minus 115 on bet 99. Second play is the Pirates minus 120 versus the Reds. This one starts at 12.30 Eastern time. I like JT Brubaker. He's going today for the Pirates. The Reds are still a terrible baseball team this year. I just think when you have the Pirates ace going, you have a major advantage. And so I like the Pirates minus 120, even on the road today for this baseball game. And then the last one is Rangers money line minus 120 versus the Penguins. For the third time, we are picking the Rangers money line. And it's because Igor Shesterkin is playing like the best goalie in the NHL. He's made 118 saves in the first two games of this series. And so despite the fact that they've probably been outplayed, every year in the playoffs we see that goalie that goes on a run, and I think Shesterkin is the guy. Louis Domingue is their backup. He's going to be okay for them, but I think Pittsburgh's pretty lucky to even be 1-1 because Shesterkin has played that well for them. I think they're going to win the game today. They're going to go up 2-1. to one. And then we're going to really see the Rangers pull away in this series. I like them to win this series outright. So the odds on that parlay are plus 531. We'll be posting a hedge fans lay later on today. But that is the plays that we like today as far as the competitive lay. And then the alt lay play, we teased it earlier. Who do we like as the alt lay play? Just in case that Pirates game doesn't go. Justin Gaethje to win tonight, plus 122 versus Charles Oliveira. I liked Oliveira heading into this fight, but this is a massive distraction. He, There has to be a little bit of lost motivation here that you can't win your championship. And I think Gaethje's hungry, and he's hungry to prove that he was going to win this fight anyways. So I like Gaethje plus 122. The missing weight's a massive distraction. And so, so I think he takes advantage. He finally wins the championship, and we get to see his reign as that champ. So... Thank you to everyone who tuned into the live show. We know it was quick. We know that the weekends were supposed to go a little bit more in depth, but the golf course is calling. So I, I got to head out. Uh, I appreciate everyone that tuned in. We'll be live tomorrow morning. We'll review this card. And so thank you everyone for tuning into the Competitive Hedge podcast.